You're listening to a podcast from 702. 702. The BRICS Report, Brazil. And it's with Professor Lyle White, Senior Director at the Joburg Business School. Uh, Professor White, good morning. Good morning, Stephen. How are you doing? I'm well, thank you. So e-commerce, I mean, Brazil's economy is struggling, but e-commerce is on the up. Yeah, it's uh, precisely correct. You know, while Brazil's economy as a whole is barely even growing, uh, its e-commerce sector is thriving. And this was evident uh, as many of the industry's biggest players gathered at a conference in Rio to discuss the future of that sector last week. You know, uh, Stephen, with nearly 140 million Internet users out of an estimated total population of around 211, Brazil is an e-commerce opportunity that simply cannot be missed. Retailers uh, here in Brazil say that putting your business online is no longer an option. It's the only way to reach the consumers. Uh, but there are still obstacles, um, shipping issues, uh, and because, that, uh, because it is mostly land freight, it's very expensive. There are sales taxes that are exceptionally high in Brazil, as we know. And the market is fragmented and somewhat chaotic. Uh, online market, the revenues for online market grew by 7.5% in the first half of 2017. That's compared to the same period last year. But, but with more than $6 billion in sales of online that were reported, this is simply one of the world's biggest online markets. And there's a new broadband cable that will connect South Africa and Brazil. I mean, isn't the problem the language, Prof? I mean, isn't that always going to be a problem with Internet traffic between ourselves and Brazil? I think language is a problem, but it's also the culture of language because we always uh, we always suggest that language is is a uh, hinders business between uh, countries of a different you know either a lusophone or a francophone in the case of Africa, but this is just to build connectivity. It's to build direct linkages because by putting this line in place, we no no longer have to or it provides fewer hops through fewer countries than existing alternative routes. Simply speaking, we are going to be connecting the IOX cable, which, links, well, which will link uh, India to the Indian Ocean islands like Mauritius, Rodriguez, and Reunion to South Africa, and then it'll onward, it'll go to Brazil, and it will be a direct link between South Africa to, or perhaps maybe to Johannesburg, to Sao Paulo, and then all the way up to New York as well. This is going to be a 9,000-kilometer system that is uh, expected to be completed by 2019. And Stephen, this is going to have a dramatic and definite change in all our lives here with better connectivity to markets and countries like Brazil. And in Brazil, people are protesting against austerity. You see this in many places around the world at the moment. Yeah, and, it, and you're precisely right. I mean, the, the protests to these austerity measures, and the austerity measures are really around reforming labor and the pension funds or the pension schemes in Brazil, which, we, as we know, um, if you've been following uh, the stories in Brazil and around Michel Temer, um, these are important reforms that Michel Temer has pushed through to, to help make the Brazilian economy more competitive. But 10,000 Brazilians demonstrated last week um, in a day of mobilization against government austerity. Um, and it really is just to, uh, to, to look at adjusting these labor laws. But, Stephen, you know, the, the interesting part about the story is the ripple effect of these types of protests. We are seeing a new wave of populist politicians that are coming through in Brazil. And, you know, the second most popular candidate in next year's presidential election race uh, is boasting to be the Brazilian version of Donald Trump. Oh, Dios mío, Stephen, Dios mío. <laughs> oh, me andos. <laughs> Professor Lyle White, thank you. Senior Director at the Johannesburg Business School.